All right, guys, we're on Anchor. All right, guys, we want to welcome those on Anchor tonight. Thank you for joining us. Um, Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Oh, that's what I was saying, Kim. Um, I want us to start working together because we're going to start doing lyric videos. And we're gonna, I want us to start working on media because we're going to start putting the word and all that up on here on Thursday nights. So we're going to start doing a lot of stuff with the projector and stuff. So however me and you can work on it. So we can just be prepared. But that'll start in October. So I'll give you some time. Like back in the day? Like in the 90s? Oh, no. We're not going to do the old one. No, we're no. going to do like... We're going to do... No, no. We're not going to do the old one. We're going to do... Yeah. We talk, oh, scared. no, we're talking about lyric. When we say lyric video. This is the video with the lyrics. It used to be kind of smear. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they it's like, right yeah. Oh yeah, we're going to do that, but we're going to actually do videos yeah. with lyrics on the wall. Yeah. That's for worship, though. Y'all missed that announcement. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. All right, Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, prayer really quickly. Um, we've been talking about prayer in Bible study and since and Sunday, Sunday. Um, and even on Saturday. So Pastor had, um, really, had really been talking about it and talking about strengthening our brothers. She said that on Sunday, if you were listening to the word on Sunday, she said that we have to be in such a place to where we're strengthening one another. That we got to know what's going on and that we got to make sure that I'm I'm not just so in church and I'm, you know, so deep that I don't know what Kylie's going through during Monday through Sunday. OK, and so I want to talk about that for all of us today. So let's try to revisit that. So let's go to Luke chapter 18, verse one. All right. And so um, we're going to go through it. Huh? Uh, NLT NLT And I will read this parable This parable is where Jesus was talking To his disciples And he was talking about prayer So he made a parable about prayer And so that's what I want to talk to us about today Alright, we all there? Mm-hmm. Okay One day Jesus told his disciples a story To show that they should always pray And never give up There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in the dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant request. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even she even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the son of man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? And so what I want to talk to us about tonight is prayer. 
And so, first off, this parable that we're talking about tonight is simple. Um, I really don't have to go through it. It was really self-explanatory that Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's telling them about this just judge, this unjust judge. And he's telling them that he didn't care about nobody, but there was a certain lady that was trying to get uh, justified or was trying to get make sure everything was done with her enemy. That her enemy is treating her bad and she's sick of this man and she's sick of what they're doing. And so he wants her, he wants the judge to put them away. And so because she kept going. Now, the, the parable, the Bible talks about that she kept going over and over. And the Bible says that him as a person obviously did not care. He made it known, I don't care. He made it known, I'm not fair. He made it known, it, it, it don't matter what you're doing, I don't like people, I don't like you. And I don't like your God. <laughs> and I don't like God. So it doesn't matter. And so the Bible says that she constantly kept going back and forth to him. Constantly kept going back and forth. Constantly kept going back and forth. Until he told her to her face, I don't like you. I don't like your God. But because you keep coming back and forth to me, I will grant your request. And whatever it is that you want done to your enemy, I will do so. And there is a, 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 just a wonderful lesson that we can learn in this is that, first off, if we constantly pray over and over, and if we keep going to God, that our God if we keep on praying and we're constant in our ways, one thing that God may say about us or say, it's over, I'm not going to do it again, but he sees how consistent you are, he could change his mind. But we have to be consistent. We have to pray. And the Bible says at the end of the parable that uh, it says that Jesus says, now if you pray, but the father is going to come and he's going to wonder who still has faith. Who still has faith? And we've been talking about that. That you can pray and pray, but then if you cease and he's going to come back, he's going to wonder, are you, do you, are you constantly still praying? Do you still have faith? Now, this is why it's so important for us to pray. Because a lot of us don't know what we are going through. I can't always know what Tamika's going through during the week. I go through my own stuff during the week. I got my own sicknesses during the week. I got my own irritations during the week. And so sometimes I get caught up and I do whatever and, I, you know, everything. And so sometimes when I pray, I don't always pray for Tamika. I don't always pray for Cameron. I don't always do that. But it's always important for us to pray so we can keep a relationship with God. And so when we consistently pray, that's when God will drop other people in our spirits. Has that ever happened to you guys before? Yes. Where you just randomly, you know, you going through your day and then next you know somebody just dropping your spirit or you just, oh Lord, and they, you won't ever let them go? I can't tell you how many times it's happened. I can't tell you how many times this happened to me where I'm just going through my day and I'm like, oh, you know, you know, you first start to think about it. You're like, oh, okay, that's nice, you know. 
And then next you know, they just keep on going through your mind. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. I got to make sure everything's all right. And so that is your time to pray. Anytime God drops somebody in your spirit and you can't let them go, when there's a tugging in your heart, when there's a consistency, you need to pray. Because we don't know what's happening right now. We don't know what can happen in the future. We don't know what can happen to them uh, earlier. And, and the thing is, a lot of times, sometimes, I don't know if it happens to anybody else, but sometimes it can happen like I'll be in my sleep. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and somebody will just be in my spirit and I'll just get up and, you know, the Lord will wake me up with there in my heart. And so that is the perfect time to pray. Because at any moment, something could happen the next morning. They could wake up. They could not wake up. But guess what? If I'm not praying or if I'm not consistently praying, then who's who's taking care of my brother? Who's taking care of my sister? If God had woke me up, said, I need you to pray for Kylie right now. Get up. God, I'm tired. God, I don't think you understand. It's about 2.05 in the morning. Couldn't you wait just a little while? God, why don't you pray for him? Some of us have the nerve. I'm going to tell, tell the truth. It'd be 2 in the morning. I'm like, God. Yeah. God. You are. No, really. No, <laughs> no really. And you be like, God, like for real. It's like 205 in the morning. Like, God, you couldn't tell me this just a couple of hours before I laid my head to rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and so, God is saying, pray for them, pray for them. Get up, pray, get up, pray. And guess what? If we would have been in that place, and some of us would be like, you know, I pray for her in the morning. You know, next, you know, we'll find something out or something like that. And, you know, yeah, it's terrible, but. I'm telling you, if God is giving you the urge to pray for somebody, if God is woken you up out of your sleep, if God is really tugging with you over and over, pray, 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 whatever it is. Start rebuking stuff. Y'all know what that means? Start canceling stuff. Start canceling the assignment of the enemy. Devil, you can't have them. Whatever your plans are, we cancel it in the atmosphere. If it's death, we cancel it. If it's accidents, we cancel it. It shall not happen. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. If they're going to school, if they're going to work, if they're talking to somebody, God, if it's anybody around them, we cancel the hand of the enemy and cover them with the blood of Jesus. That's all you have to do. It's just that easy. And so some of us, we think, that we can't do that. We get intimidated. Because we can't pray like Auntie Stephanie. <laughs> we, get we get intimidated. Because we can't pray heaven down like man. We get intimidated. Because sometimes when we pray, we don't feel, you know, what the church people feel sometimes. And so sometimes, I used to think all the time. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, sometimes you think, you know, after you pray, you feel like this rushing like wind or you feel like this rushing water or something like you know after you get that father we take you right now we can't and then you just feel like this wind that goes you know and the god just shows up like yes son right. that, that was, was it. it that was it <laughs> 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 yeah 
That was the right words right there. I thank you. Everything is done. You can go back to sleep. You know, like we think that God is gonna give us that confirmation and we get intimidated. We also get intimidated by our words. Ooh, Tyler. We get intimidated by our words. So my shoe at this point. Did y'all know that? Yes. We get intimidated by our words because we don't, going back to Auntie Stephanie, I wish she was here tonight. Going back to Auntie Stephanie, Auntie Stephanie, I'm telling y'all, Auntie Stephanie is one of the best, okay. Auntie Stephanie can pray if she can't do nothing else. Auntie Stephanie knows she knows how to pray. And so, sometimes you find, right. And so, and, and so, and I just be like, and what I mean by words is like, we try to make everything so formal. Mm-hmm. And so we try to, you know, Father in heaven, we thank you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get stuck. And we're like, because you've been good. And, uh. and, you know, and so we think that sometimes we're not supposed to say the uh. Just how you're not supposed to say a uh to your professor when you, you're doing your essay or you're doing certain stuff like that. You're not supposed to be like, so this is, um. What we supposed to talk like, about today. Like, like, you know, exactly, you know, like we know our wrongs and we know what we're not supposed to send our professor. So we be like, no, we're going to hold off on that. But when it comes to God, we always think, you know, uh, it has to be so formal. So he'll say, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she got it, plus and that, you know? And God will say, no, whatever it is, whatever it is, I don't have time. Sometimes the situations that our brothers and sisters are going through, they don't have time for none of that formal stuff. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They don't have time for the formal stuff. God is saying, immediately, I need you to pray. Now, of course, we can go. My God, this is about to be good. Of course, we can go and we can say, God, you're the one who can do it. You're the one who has power. But guess what? He asked you to pray so he can strengthen your faith. I told y'all that was going to be good. I told y'all. I told y'all that was going to be good. He's asking us to some. I just felt that. Why is he asking us to pray if he knows everything, right? If he knows it all, if he knows what's going to happen, if it's going to happen, we, he knows it all. Why would he wake me up at 2 in the morning to pray? Because he wants to strengthen your faith. If you know it or not, he wants to make sure that your, your faith is strengthened. Let's go to this scripture. I'm, I'm going to show you guys this. My God. This is good stuff. Is this helping y'all? Yes. This, this is what killed me. And this is why I'm so glad. Okay, let's go to Luke chapter 22. You guys okay? What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, this building is so old. This thing settled. Yeah, no. It don't even be raining. That was Jesus coming in saying yes. That was, yes, sir. That was it. Okay. Luke chapter 22. Yeah, it's all Luke today. Luke chapter 22. Verse 32. This one is good, guys. 
Now, this one is where Jesus is talking to Peter. And Jesus is getting ready to be uh, in the works of being crucified. And so Jesus tells Peter. Now, this is the same Peter that's been rocking with him, right? This is the same Peter. This Peter's been rocking with him. This is the Peter that's been slicing ears off of Jesus. This one is one that's like, Jesus, you my road dog. I ain't going nowhere. This is Jesus's road dog. His A1. He's not going anywhere. They're like blood brothers. Okay? He was real tight. What you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was that one. So this is, this is what Jesus said to Peter. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like we. Now he's talking to his disciples. But I have pleaded and prayed for you, Simon, that your faith shall not fail. Let's just stop right there. Jesus is telling his road dog that I've prayed for all of y'all. And I'm praying that your faith does not fail. Now, this is Jesus that can prevent it from happening. This is Jesus that knows all. This is Jesus that sees all. Jesus is telling him, I pray. The enemy has asked. And his desire is to sift you as we. He wants to get rid of you. He knows this, this faith is real. So what he can do is when I leave and I get resurrected, because that's what he was saying. When I leave and get resurrected and when I'm not around you no more and when you can't see me no more, he wants to sift you as we. And I pray that when I'm gone, your faith won't fail. I'm praying that what you believe in today, what you pray for today, you can see my faith. You can see me, so you're seeing your faith right now. But when I leave here, when the, when the prayer is not answered, when your faith is tested, when it gets hard, when you don't see your way out of this, that's when I pray that your faith don't fail. His road dog. And then he had said, because then Peter, he tells Peter, he says, because, you know, Peter then goes into this talk uh, later down the line and was like, Jesus, you know what you're talking about. Like, you know, you know I'm with you. He was like, you know I'm with you. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. He literally goes, you know I'm with you. I ain't going nowhere. And he tells him, before uh, the, 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 roast, the, the, the rooster, the rooster, the rooster crows three times. You will deny me. Like, this is what you're talking about. Mind you, that's like two hours before the rooster crows, though. This is the craziest part. And he tells him, you're going to deny me three times as if you never knew me. This is his road dog. And he prays. I pray my faith, your faith don't fail. I pray your faith don't fail. And that's what the main thing is, that the enemy is coming to kill Steal and destroy. And he's coming to destroy our faith, y'all. That's why it's so important that we pray. 
Because our relationship with God is built off of prayer. How God is able to divide us and tell us where to go, where God is able to lead us and do all this stuff, that's all in prayer, right? That's us, that's our direct conversation to God. That's prayer. And so, in order for us to be strengthened, in order for our faith not to fail, yes, we can study the Word of God, but we also have to have a conversation with the Lord. And so, in order for that not to happen, is that we got to make sure that we pray. It was easy. I would say that that Peter and all of them had it easy, but then they had it hard as well because you were walking with God. It's easy for me to believe in a person that I can see. I can see you. I see everything that you did. I see everything that we're talking about. We walking and you just healing legs and we keep on walking and you just healing eyes and you keep on walking. And next thing you know, somebody who was in a wheelchair for 30 years, you just brought them up and we just keep on walking. You know, that's easy for me to believe in. I can see that. Oh, my God. What's next? You know, like, oh, my God, this is a TV show. I can believe in this stuff. But you're taken away from me. You're die. You die. You're killed. Murdered in front of our eyes. Are you telling me you still do that? I pray your faith don't fail. And so now we're in the place where we have not seen Christ, but we've seen his hand. We've seen what he can do. That he's still doing these same things. That he's still doing all this. And when, when Jesus was not in his sight before he died, but even when he wasn't in his sight and people asked him, you with him? Absolutely. Uh, no. Uh, that's, that's the wrong one. I'm the wrong one. Then you cut off somebody. My ear is still dying. Literally like two hours. <laughs> that's the thing. My ear. I can imagine that man that he cut his ear. My ear is still gone because of you. <laughs> no. No. You know. And that's why we got to make sure that we in the right faith. We got to make sure that we're in right standing. And we got to make sure that we're praying for one another. It's very important to pray for one another. Don't just pray for yourself. Don't be selfish. Pray for somebody else. Take the time to pray for somebody else because you have no idea who may need it. You have no idea what Sister Sequoia may be going through this week, next week. So if God is laying anybody on your heart or in your spirit and wakes you up, don't take that time to say, I still got six more hours before I got to wake up for work. <laughs> Don't take that time to say, I... Jesus, yeah. Jesus, come on. He wants to do something inside of you. That's why he woke you up. Because he wants to strengthen your faith. So that your faith won't fail. Is that right? He want to make sure your faith don't fail. All right, guys. Um, I want to take this time real quick and I want you guys to speak. Just think about I want you to just think about something that I said within today, something that stuck with you. I want you to raise your hand. I got two Starbucks gift cards today. I want you to um, just within this message, something that you stuck with that stuck with you. Um, that was good to you. I got two Starbucks gift cards. 
that I bought two five dollars gift cards. You can get something at all with <laughs> one of these. Grande. Yeah, not no grande. Grande is extra. <clears throat> yeah, no extra pumps or nothing. Shut up. Yeah, you're right. You gotta. Yeah. Damn. Shut up. So I got two five dollar gift cards. So um, I, I bought them just for tonight. Uh, so let's see, let's see what we can go for. Uh, somebody. <laughs> I don't need the gift card. I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, Here. Put Ooh, okay. So what happened? was when, so it was actually two things. So the first scripture that we read, which is Luke uh, chapter 18, verse one, um, and how it says that the girl was very irritated and she kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back, kept praying the same thing and then she finally got the results. Um, so basically I had been exhausted in being a good person, if that makes sense, always doing the right thing because it's very exhausting when you feel like you're doing the right thing, I'm doing it the right way, doing it the right way, but you keep getting knocked down, you keep getting knocked down, keep getting knocked down. And so this week, me and the Lord had some words in the car for about 45 minutes. And I'm hollering because I'm so angry. And I'm like, God, I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of being in this exhausted state and why aren't things changing because I'm praying, you know what I mean? I'm praying, doing the right thing, I'm being a good person, I'm not slapping nobody's mamas, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm slapping nobody's mamas and kicking indoors like I want to do. I want to do it so bad and that's what I'm telling the Lord, like, because I feel like you have to be completely honest. If you're not honest, the Lord knows that you're not honest. You can't, you can't fake that stuff. And so I'm like, God, you know I want to do it. You know 